live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. I'm not sure why it's a lightning rod, why, why anybody would spend you know one ounce of energy uh, being emotional or mad about a player that loves this university and is committed uh, every ounce of who he is, every fiber in his body to helping this place be great. I don't know. I don't know what's behind that. Uh, that's kind of disturbing. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Swing and a bouncer up the middle. Sosa to his left. He gloves it. Sets his feet, throws to first, and he got him. And the Phillies hang on and take game one of the National League Division Series. 7-6, to six, the final. Try to close it on a Tuesday. Alvarez launches deep right field, and this one is gone! And the Astros walk him off in game one! Jordan Alvarez! Are you kidding me? All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Working Man Wednesday, October 12. I said October weird. October 12. I got stuck in my throat, October there. October 12. Toby and TJ with you. T-Row in the morning show time here on The Ref. That's our good friend Larry Fleet, friend of the show. The Ref is the home of Sooner fans. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Thank you for tuning us in. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. We are here to try to get the seventh ranked day of the week started on the right foot. We're halfway to Saturday. OU Kansas coming up homecoming on this Saturday. Uh, 11 a.m. kickoff at uh, Owen Field. OSU TCU. Down in Fort Worth, Battle of the Unbeatens, big one in the Big 12 coming up 2.30 on Saturday. Uh, baseball, you heard there, the divisional series are underway yesterday. You had uh, unbelievable drama in Houston as Jordan Alvarez walks him off with a three-run bottom of the ninth inning home run. 8-7 Astros beat the Mariners. Phillies win game one in, in Atlanta. Seven to six. Boy, they're hot right now. Yankees get the Guardians four to one in game one of their series. And late last night, Dodgers over Padres five to three. We'll talk a little baseball later in the show, including some OU baseball as the uh, Sooners were in action against TJ's Texas Rangers last night at Eldale Mitchell Park. But right now, let's welcome in the co host of the show, my very best friend in the entire world. T to the J. Perry. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Teach? Would you shut up for just a minute? Yes. Let me address something here. Baseball right. Ross, do you think I appreciate walking in at 530 in the morning, seeing my name up on the screen right here, and then you addressing me like that on the text line in the middle of the night like that? Do you think I appreciate starting my day like that? Shame on you, Baseball Ross. 
Good morning, Toby. How are you? Oh, my heavens. What, what happened? What's Baseball Ross getting after? Baseball Ross wants to take a shot at my Texas Rangers and let me know they're not going to be very good in the future from what he saw last night. Mm, boy. Just left that for me in the morning here to start my day that hey, way. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Jerk store called. They're all out of Mr. Baseball Ross. Oh, you did beat the uh... – Texas Rangers uh, instructional the team. Instructional last night. league, yes. Quit saying the but Texas I, Rangers, not necessarily the Texas it's Rangers. It's the Texas Rangers instructional okay. league. That's the okay. name of the team. All right. So is this? This is former college guys that are kind of uh, at the trying, bottom of the total. Trying pole to find their, a spot. Yeah, trying to find a, their, their way in. Yeah, in their league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's still that's a good win for OU though. No, still, it's a great right? win. I mean, these are uh, obviously they're good baseball players, so they wouldn't be. In the Major League Baseball pipeline somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Oh, they just they stole another base? They just stole another oh, base last night. Oh, my God. I can tell oh, you this. The Instructional League doesn't have a catcher, apparently. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious. I, I don't know if it's going to matter this year. I, I don't know what the collegiate record is for stolen bases in a season. <laughs> They're going for it. Oh, you may come after it this year. <laughs> they may go for it in the first week of the season. They knew good and well Aaron Fitt was in the press box last night from D1 Baseball, <laughs> and Reggie Willits was sending a message last night. Uh, 12 stolen bases. I want 12 Aaron tweeting 12. about me last night. I, I'm going to have him tweeting my name a lot. Go, go, go. He, uh, he coaches like I coach. I love it. You used to get on to me. You see the type of kids that I was bringing up in Little League? They're here now. And you know what? They're swiping bags left and right. These are guys Love who it. develop. That, yeah, the, absolutely. I think I developed uh, the majority of them. Yeah, Spikerman and the rest of them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm, I'm taking credit. Way to go. Yeah. I, I apologize for being critical because <laughs> this is fun. It's <laughs> exactly how I coach. All right, we're on. Let's go. Run. 12 stolen bases last night. Setting an all-time uh, early October OU baseball stolen base record. As they beat the Rangers, uh, eight to three. Got stolen bases inside the park, home runs. They're just running all over the place. Yeah, yeah. They are fast. I, I, I have no idea how good the rest of their team's going to be. Sounded like they had some good reports on some of the new pitchers last night, and uh, um, obviously they they lost some power to the draft so we'll have to see who they got that can hit home runs outside the park and things like that but this much i do know about this year's edition of the ou baseball team uh they can run they can run spikerman apparently still mad about the call at first base in <laughs> omaha yeah, he was running christmas. zigzag all over the bases just in and out yeah. just seeing what he'd get called for yeah when he christmas that guy can fly um, well, how was your Tuesday, TJ? Very busy, very busy, but uh, good. I slept on a new mattress last night. Got delivered uh, yesterday afternoon. That could be dicey the it first could. night. How did it go? I slept uh, pretty well. I did wake up at one point in the middle of the night because John Ritter, um, I remember John Ritter was the father of, I believe, Katie. Again, hang, this faceless like uh, dream where I don't see the face of like me or the girl, but pretty sure it's just me and Katie. But John Ritter was the father-in-law, the actor, the, the John, deceased the actor, actor yeah. John Ritter. <laughs> That's right. 
And I remember was what, Katie's dad you know, in I, your dream. I think so. All I right. believe so. It's one of those that's kind of, you know, a little fuzzy, but um, is I woke there up. a chance this is true? It's probably not true, right? No. As no. far as we know, right? Uh, Steve okay. is not. Uh, Does she look anything like John Ritter? No. Okay. No. All right, go not ahead. Not at all. Uh, so I woke up then, fell right back asleep, slept well. I don't have like a sore back. You know, you never know with that yeah. first several nights of a new mattress and breaking it in. So it was uh, very nice. It sits up. A lot higher than our old one. Oh, did you uh, have to get a little? I'm step going stool to have to get. To get I'm at my age. I'm going to have to get the little pet stairs to get <laughs> in and out of bed. Like <laughs> you need to put one of those rails on the side so you don't fall out of bed at night. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I got up in the middle and I had to go to the bathroom once. I think that's when John Ritter woke me up, and uh, I forgot. And so I go to step out of bed. and I'm like. Ah! And I finally hit the floor. <laughs> like, oh my god! Did Brock ever had bunk beds? Uh, yeah, we actually just got rid of them like last year. Yeah. Did he sleep on the top or the bottom? Both. Like, he would okay. just go back and forth. Did you have a rail for the top ever when he was little or anything? It was uh, made with a rail, so um, okay. it was already built in. It wasn't like a baby rail or anything. It was how the bunk yeah. bed was made. Yeah. My boys had uh, bunk beds growing up, and uh, they had the you know the little rail you slide under the mattress up top so they. Yes. Kid can't fall out of bed. Right. <laughs> In my later years here, I thought, you know what? That'd be pretty handy now that I'm <laughs> I not may as have almost needed one last I night. Thought I was going to blow an ankle out <laughs> dropping to the floor. Other than that, it was pretty comfortable. So I think it's going to work out. So it's very nervous that. when you spend that kind of money and then, like, it may not work out. And we got to, I mean, we got a lot of money. Man. You got the sleep guarantee or whatever it is for so many nights. But. Try it out you for hope that 50, it works out. 100 nights, something like that. Not and to mention, like it, we loved our other one. It was just time, and like uh, the we sold it, and the girl that bought it was like immediately there, and I'm like, what if this one doesn't work out? We don't have the old one. It's gone. Let's leave it on a flatbed truck. You had so. a little good times on that mattress. <laughs> Stop. Sleeping. I'm talking about sleeping. sleeping. Okay, yeah. Hey, get your I, mind I, out of the game. Started gun. the CPAP on that mattress. I hated to see it go. <laughs> Exactly right. That's right. Uh, went and set up a remote for Teddy in Oklahoma City. Broke it down last night. I was Oklahoma delivering. Oklahoma City? Yeah, South Oklahoma City. It was more oh, north, okay. more South Oklahoma City, up on Shields. Uh, let's see, what else? I was uh, you know, selling mattresses. I was having mattresses delivered. I was delivering dinner for an altercation in Norman that Katie couldn't leave, so I had to deliver her dinner. It was a busy night. It was a busy night. It was all Some over the place. Some sort of a standoff or something yeah, she was yeah. stuck at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You take her dinner for that, huh? I did take her dinner eventually. Couldn't she door dash something up there or something so you didn't have to make all that effort? Well, I'm a good, loving husband that cooked her all dinner, right. and then I'm going to deliver that dinner if she needs it, you know? It's nothing new. I've delivered her dinner many a times. If you're stuck at a, if you're stuck at a standoff, question. You're stuck at a standoff, and you have to door dash something because you've been there for a while. <laughs> no, I don't think they Is that encourage a that. I, well, can, can you turn in those expenses? I'm sure you could, but I don't think they encourage you bringing anyone into the area necessarily. Like, she didn't want me coming for a while, and then she's well, like, Well, you right, have I'm to beat the DoorDash guy on the perimeter sure. of the standoff. Well, that's that's how she did me, so I was basically yeah. DoorDash last night. Well, you could turn in that expense form, yeah, right, sure. if you My, had to do that uh, The cost of chicken right now it was a little, uh, you know, uh, chicken in the recipe, so I'll... Uh, I bet nobody's ever asked that question before on sports radio. <laughs> no, if a I'm police guess officer is stuck in a standoff situation and gets hungry, 
can they door dash and turn in the expense form? Will you look into that for I, me? I think that you can. Hey, have you seen an update? Is the, is the standoff over? I don't even know I don't if it's know over. Any, I don't know anything about it. She arrived home like really late last night, but I was I don't asleep, ever watch so. the news. I used to work in the news. I don't ever watch the news now. <laughs> well, you knew about the altercation, so I didn't saw know something. It. I didn't know. I just guessed. You said she was stuck in an altercation, so I oh. don't know what else that could be other than wow. a standoff. Very good guess on your part. So. Well, what wow. else could it be? She's stuck in an altercation. <laughs> <What> a- <laughs> uh, it could be a bad car wreck uh, that she's working mm. the scene. It could be a well, lot she's of probably things. not going to be domestic situation. Like, this is or- a bad car wreck. I'm stuck at the scene. Boy, I could use a burger right now. Uh, that's that's what- probably happened before in our in her uh, time with the department. So, what did she? Uh, what did you bring her for the standoff? Uh, I had cooked uh, a little chicken pesto last night with some uh, the noodles, chicken, broccoli, a little pesto. So it's delicious. Easy, delicious meal. I guess that's fine. I'm trying to think of what a good I didn't know she would, when, you know, would be. You know, when I was starting dinner, uh, I didn't know she was going to be involved in a, a right. standoff. So <laughs> it's not like I was planning around what meal would fit best for this. But actually, it transports easy. You know, it goes into one Tupperware yeah, container. Yeah, little Tupperware yep, container. It works perfectly. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's good. I don't know what ideal standoff food is, to be honest with you. So I guess that's fine. <laughs> Sounds good enough. <laughs> Pretty exciting, though, for you to roll up on a scene like that, I bet, huh? Well, I was kept on the outside of it. She met me, so, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. she was keeping people safe. They didn't want people in the area. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know anything about it. I I, uh, I don't know anything about it. I probably shouldn't be joking about it. It's probably not a joking <laughs> right, situation. Right. So. Uh, all right, so that was your Tuesday. Was, hey, what a Tuesday. Tuesday, a lot. I had a lot going on. Yeah, normally I come it's in here and say I didn't have standoff. much. And then I uh, had a lot going on yesterday. A new mattress and food to a standoff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a pretty big day. Uh, I got nothing to report. I was nothing. home all day yesterday. I uh, did not fix any vehicles. I did a lot of homework. Well, you did your Working Man Wednesday on a Tuesday. Took or no, I guess that would have been on a Monday. Yeah, yeah, on a Monday. Yeah. I uh, took a walk and uh, did a lot of homework. and um, And then I made dinner last night. And then I watched some television with my beautiful wife last night. And that was my day. It was a very domestic day for me yesterday. So that's it. I got nothing to tell you about. Sometimes, sometimes those days are good. So well, I've got no complaints. Sometimes. It. Those days are great. Always great, yeah. yeah that's true. Good point. Great. I got my first play-by-play class today, today TJ. So, Good luck. Uh, my heart's racing a little bit. I woke up this morning. I'm a little nervous. Who you know? will the next Parker Thune be? That's right. That's uh, that's what I open with. Day one of class. <laughs> a few years ago, there was a month, a young man who sat here naive and wide-eyed. And today, that man hosts his own radio show and has this year alone disappointed tens of thousands of people (laughs) by incorrectly predicting the college choice of a defensive tackle. Maybe that could be you someday, kids. All right, we're underway. 618 on a Wednesday morning. A1 and Turkey Bacon with you. We will set the stage for this big Wednesday show when we come back. The T-Row in the Morning Show. 
is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Worked in a haircut yesterday evening, too. Man, I just remember that. It was a busy Tuesday. Oh, wow. Yeah. I looked up in the reflection in the glass. Yeah, he got his haircut as well. Yeah. You guys showed up on the right day this time? I showed up on the right day. We walked in, and she goes, what are you guys doing here? And then she laughs, and I goes, I'm messing with you. I said, I double-checked my text five times. <laughs> so I brought you by Norman Regional Health System. Healthplex, the okay. hospital, specialized professionals all across the Norman and Moore area. Uh, a few texts here along the same lines of, uh, what an awkward situation. Like, uh, I don't believe I've ever had my wife deliver me dinner in that situation. It is unusual being married to a police officer, okay? There are situations where you find yourself in weird situations or you get a very weird text or call that it's like, I won't be home for dinner because of this, and it's like, what? Like, not normal. It's not a normal life at a lot of times. So some nights it's slow. Town's boring. Some nights it's a little crazy, so... Uh, and if I need to, I'll, I'll deliver her Well, dinner. let me say something on behalf of everybody listening out there. We appreciate your wife for well, her bravery. <laughs> I know I'm not, I know this is stuff, nothing, I know there's, there's some no punchline. There's some kind of punchline going. I am offended on behalf of your wife for you laughing right now, okay? Okay. For her bravery and her service to our community. I appreciate you for your support of her work and her bravery and support to the community. And I appreciate uh, all the money that she brings in on behalf of the police department late in the month when she's got to meet those quotas. So <laughs> See, I knew, that's I knew all. there was something coming there. Uh, what? That's all. That's all I have to say. Stop it. Uh, here comes for solutions text line. Uh, good morning, A1 and Turkey Bacon. OU baseball good looked good last night. Want to know, baby? Undefeated. I like that. I, uh, I the last time we got a baseball text in October. Never. I I do want to report today from somebody who was at the game last night. Johnny Baseball or somebody. Skip Johnson. Baseball Ross. He was there. All right, Baseball Ross. Skip Johnson's coming on tomorrow morning with us. But I would love a uh, report today from somebody at the game. Your thoughts on some of the new guys and just what you saw last night out there at uh, Old L. Dale. By the again, if you're joined us late, uh, OU beat the Rangers last night, (laughs) eight to three. Stop saying that. That's true. Hey, hey, the the sad thing is it could have been the actual Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. the uh the major league team, and OU probably could have beat them. May have stole more than twelve bases. I don't know. <laughs> Pudge, Pudge Rodriguez Pudge is not there. walking through he's, that door. He's not back there behind the plate, no. <laughs> Uh, On this day, the 12th day of October, I propose all OU flags be flown inverted as a signal of dire distress. Team 128 has disgraced the uniform. Therefore, their names shall be removed until further notice. Your friend, Dwayne and Norman. Dwayne, he's starting his day with his cranky mood. Dwayne, get out of here. All right. Uh, As a retired officer, I hope you took enough for everyone. Not last night, but that has happened where they've asked me to, like, bring food for them as well, so... 
Uh, we can DoorDash for the whole crew there and just turn in the expenses. We've established this. <laughs> uh, I was so motivated after yesterday's show that I replaced the battery in my son's car, but I took Woo! it a step further, and I replaced the air filter as well. My Ooh. wife was peeking out the window with a look of approval. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yes, she was. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. The key is you got to leave a little grime on you somewhere, you know, Teach. You got right. either on your face or your hands or something. Otherwise, they're not going to know you've been doing manly work. That's true. So you gotta, oh, did I forget? Oh, man, I didn't know I had some grime right there. It's from when I was rebuilding the engine this afternoon. <laughs> Typically, it's like uh, cupcake frosting or something. Right. I got cupcake frosting on my cheek. <laughs> Saving that for later. Toby, you got some Nutella on your forehead. <laughs> huh? No, no, no. That's grime, honey. That's grime. <laughs> uh, full moon makes it for a uh, busy night for police. That is the case sometimes. Uh, TJ, have you not had your hair cut since we last won? If that's the case, it's TJ's fault. Hmm. Huh. Let me go back here. I did go. Time, I did go extra time in which she even commented yesterday. Like, Whoa, your hair got really it's long because it's only been three weeks. So I did go four weeks. So yeah, they have lost. I got my hair cut. They lost all three weeks, and then I got my hair cut again. So it's, been it's TJ's four fault. Five weeks. Yeah. Everybody, call your bookies. <laughs> See, we have finally found the problem. Uh, A1 and Turkey Bacon, can Bronx play quarterback better than Davis Bevel? Hey, stop it, people. Brent got on to you guys about this yesterday. Well, he was, was talking, talking about, about Justin, uh, Broyles, Justin Broyles. But, uh, right, but I think you would have meant it for all his players. Mm-hmm. It's Wednesday. Why the are we question, still picking on Davis? The question before us is, could Bronx play better quarterback than Davis Bevel? I Here, I'm not. I'm not going to make a joke about this, all right? Does he the, throw left-handed or right-handed? He throws right-handed. He's only 12, so I'm not going to make a joke about this. He'd be a wildcat situation because he couldn't see over the line. It doesn't matter. But he's pretty quick. He would have thrown for more than 38 yards on Saturday. That's what I'm saying. So, yes, my son is better, okay? I'm not going to joke about this. I'm just going to be honest. In my honest opinion. You're not going to joke about it. He would have thrown for over 40 yards. You're saying your 12-year-old son. That's right. Just he has more mobility, too, I believe. He probably would well, have scrambled for a few, I mean, few yards. That's what I'm saying. If, we, if we're going to go, like, <laughs> he's going to be hard for DeMarvion Overshone to find because he's so tiny out there. <laughs> right. He, as long as he doesn't, the here's the problem. He's related to you. So he's probably what does that got mean? some. Well, he's I'm probably an elite got some, athlete. As soon as he takes a hit, he's going to be out for a while. He's got some brittle bones, I'm sure. So that's the problem. See, I think he's quick. I He'd think he's got to his mom's toughness, though. First so time Moro Ojimo landed on him, he's going to be like, oh. <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> Might be the case. Stop it, people. Uh, be nice. Uh, I don't care how we win, just win. OU wins the remaining game by every game by a single point. You're nine and three, just win, baby. All right. Uh, One more, and then I need to give the uh, schedule today. 
I don't know if the grime would work for TJ. He has a strap for his weed eater for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, he got along with Hey, I've never used the strap. I haven't weed eaten since that time. It made my arms weak, okay? <laughs> okay, uh, Bob Stoops was on the rush last night. When we come back, we will hear what the HBC had to say. Eight o'clock hour today, Brian Haney will join us live. Play-by-play voice of the Kansas Jayhawks. They had some big news yesterday, and then... Well, the uh, there was a report that Jalen Daniels is out for the year, and then Jalen Daniels tweeted, that's news to me, and then showed up in uh, Lance Leipold's office, and he tweeted out a picture. So I don't know what's going on with Jalen Daniels. But anyway, we'll, we'll talk to Brian. Dylan Gabriel-style games. Coming up, the, Jay, are you saying Jalen's going to be out there in warm-ups? That's right. On Saturday morning? All right, we'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Coach, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to start with a little bit of a positive today. Um, Obviously, we know what the final score was on Saturday. But Teddy was really giving it up to Braden Willis yesterday. And the role that not only he played on Saturday, but the role that he's played so far this entire year on the team. What did you think about the tough ask for him playing that wildcat position at quarterback as a tight end and just kind of the overall job that he did on Saturday? Yeah, Braden, you're you're exactly right. The guy's incredible. He's a, a talented guy. He, he really uh, put it all out there. And what a great leader on the team, just a positive guy. Anytime I'm around over there, he's, he's such a positive influence and, uh, and a great leader, so – yeah, he he uh, he did a great job there the other day, doing all he could to try and make something happen. You know, it obviously made everyone kind of think of the old belldozer situation, and I was and I got to wondering about that. You know, that turned into uh, something that was, you know, a, turned into a really big weapon. Now, was that something that you guys thought was? Was that supposed to be like a one-game, one-situation type of thing, and then it had so much success you carried it out, or did you have intentions that it was going to be a, maybe a season-long thing? Oh, no. We felt it was going to be, you know, really difficult to stop, and especially when you guy out there that could really throw the football like Blake could. Um, you know, so, uh, no, we just um, – you know, started realizing it was hard to deal with ourselves defensively. Other teams were doing it. Uh, heck, we got a guy that's six six sitting over here that can lean forward and and get five yards by just falling forward. So you know, we we went with it and uh, and it was great. And uh, Blake was so good at it, and uh, you know, and I think Blake's pretty happy. We. We turned him into a tight end, and he's played about eight, nine years in the NFL as a tight end. He's been so, great. Um, a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, it's it's really great, and he was really great about it. You know, you know, Blake was always a team guy. Whatever we needed, he was willing to do. And uh, so anyhow, yeah, it, it was something that we were really fortunate that we had. It was really a, a, a great thing for us. What were your thoughts overall from from Saturday's game? Well, you know, it's just hard to say. Just disappointed, like everybody, and and like the team is and the staff is, and uh, 
you know, we've, we've just, like Brent said, we've got to continue to, to improve, get better. And, uh, you know, and that's what our mission is, uh, just to continue to improve on what we're doing and, and, uh, you know, move forward. Yeah. You know, it's tough. Obviously when you go into a game like that, you've, you've already gone on a two game losing skid and you've got your quarterback out. Um, and you've just kind of do whatever you can to generate a spark and try and move the football. And they had some opportunities early in that game. Had they been able to take advantage, who knows uh, what might have happened. But I, what have you seen that they can build on moving forward? Um, and and what, what do you do to find some of those things to build on whenever you're, well, you're faced with as much adversity as you are like right now? I think as much as anything you started off with it, you know, you're without your quarterback. You know, that, that's going to, you know, that, that really makes the dynamic really difficult and tough and, and hard to overcome. Um, you know, hopefully Dylan will be back, you know, this week. And if he is, I, you know, I truly believe that'll make a huge, you know, difference. And, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, that's it. But that guy, you know, that guy also needs help. We got to be able to run the football and, uh, you know, with, and, you know, in traditional ways as well. And hopefully our line will keep coming together as the year progresses and, you know, as well, you know, offensively. And then, you know, defensively, we've, we've got to, you know, be able to as much as anything, you know, the run game is, is where everything begins defensively. And we've got to be able to do a better job stopping the run game and, and then find ways to convert on third downs, which has hurt us in some other games. Coach Bob Stoops is our guest, brought to you by Modelo. Go check out some uh, rock and roll tequila this weekend as well as OU's going to play Kansas 11 a.m., and that's that's going to be another tough one, uh, Bob. Uh, KU, really good football team this year, and not only are they a really good team, Lance Leipold has got them into a top-20 squad in a very short amount of time. I don't know how much you've paid attention to what he's been able to accomplish in Lawrence, but getting that program back to playing really competitive football in just a short amount of time, that's one of the better coaching jobs in the sport that we've probably seen here recently. Oh, definitely. Uh, and uh, I have seen them enough uh, and totally agree with you. They're a very solid, good football team in every way. And, uh, and heck, they, you know, quarterback that almost beat us a year ago gets beat out by this new guy. And, and he's, such a, a good special player, you know, and, uh, and I guess he's hurt. It sounds like, uh, but the other guy is so capable. We we saw all we needed of him like a year ago, and you know, very close to beating us a year ago. So anyhow, um, no, they're they're doing a great job there. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a difficult game. They, gosh, it's a uh, it's almost like a form of like a triple option what they throw at you. Uh, with some of their different running games and motions and and all of that stuff, and I, you know, coach, I think it's it's always in a situation like this. There's always what do you do differently, and you're always you know, I guess outside people are looking in, asking for all all the different things that you need to do. Uh, but I get my guess is, and I'll ask you is, is this the time to really kind of hunker down and get back to like like the things that you're like your, your true core principles and that's what you stick with. Yeah. But I don't know that we've been away from those, you know, at the end of the day, right. 
It's like all of a sudden we weren't doing something completely different, and all of a sudden you're going to change everything mid mid year. Um, you know that. You know I don't I don't think it works that way. So we just got to do our best to improve, and and I think you know people need do. I don't care what anyone says. I can say it. Brent don't want to make ex- ex- excuses, but I'm just asking you guys: How many guys were picked first team All Big Twelve from OU by the media ahead of the year? The punter, one. Yep. Well, that I didn't make that up. So that's the truth. And and yeah. uh, I don't know that there's ever been a year since I've been here that that's been the case. So you know, in the end, we've got to we've got to do stuff with our players to get them better. When Brent said that after the game, and we've got to continue to build the roster. And and sometimes that doesn't happen overnight. And obviously, it hasn't. Here just this year. Yep. Well, hopefully they uh, they get back on the right track. Getting the quarterback back and uh, uh, a win over a top twenty five Kansas team would uh, would uh, do everybody some good. Coach, we appreciate you stopping by the show. Okay, guys, good to be with you. Boomer that's um, that's Bob Stoops. He comes on every Tuesday with Tyler and Teddy on the Rush, and uh, Bob saying. TJ, what we've talked about a little bit is maybe the talent just isn't there with this team. In addition to not playing well and not tackling well and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, maybe we're going through a dip in time. I don't think there's any doubt that's the case. And um, I know people don't like excuses, and I, I think there's a fine line between explaining what is happening and coming up with excuses. Uh, of course, everybody's got to play better and coach better. and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people like to throw around the word unacceptable in situations like this. I got you. All that stuff applies. This is Oklahoma. Oh, everybody within that program feels three straight losses and how they've lost and the way they've looked is unacceptable. I mean, yeah, there's not one person walking around over here that is going, boy, this is great. Things are going well. <laughs> right. <laughs> so everybody gets it. But, um, when you're looking for reasons, um, it's definitely in the equation somewhere that it's just not as talented of a team as they've had in now. Should they be beaten? Should they be losing 49 nothing to Texas? No, of course not. Should they be beating Kansas regardless? Yeah, probably so. Yes. Although mm-hmm. give Lance Leipold some credit. This is obviously not the same Kansas team that has been the doormat of this conference the last decade or more, but still, you're Oklahoma. You should beat Kansas on your home floor, uh, home field. Um, so, but then we'll see. How you feeling uh, on Wednesday about Saturday, TJ? Can I tell you how I'm feeling? Yeah, tell us how you're I, feeling. I rarely chime in on this stuff. You know yeah, that. Yeah, how's your gut? How's Toby's gut feeling? I think I've only given one opinion on a game so far this year as to how I think it's going to go. And that was Nebraska. Um, and I said, I feel really good about Nebraska. I feel good about Saturday right now. Hear that? Piglet uh, feels Piglet good, too. feels great, yeah. You fired up today, Pig? Good morning, sweet girl. Oh, thank you for coming to see me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, on Wednesday, I feel good about Saturday. What do you think about that? Huh. I think you may have just affected my gut in a negative way. <laughs> I told you I'm no, one for I, one. You are one for one. 
I will say I, I did not feel good about last Saturday, by the way. I will say um, I don't know if I feel great looking ahead at a lot of things right now with what we've seen. So that's I say a little, little bit of a preview for you. Uh, I'll give you one other opinion since I'm just all of a sudden Tyler McComas. I think it's important that Dylan Gabriel's back this week for real. Well, I think that's important. Yes, yeah. very important. What do you think In about my that honest opinion? opinion I agree with you. What do you think about that? Don't react too quickly. Think about Let me it think for about a it. second. Let me think about it. I think it's vital that Dylan Gabriel is back this week. Now, for okay, yeah. is uh, does General Booty still have blurry vision? I don't know that he had blurry vision. Well, you if made he that still up. has blurry vision, then yes, I agree with your statement. I want to answer way, too quickly. Can I ask you a favor? What's that? Uh, this is an 11 a.m. kick on Saturday, yes. which means it's going to go over my lunch hour. Would you mind uh, bringing me some uh, no. sort of pasta? <laughs> You've got your own raccoon that goes scurrying through sweets and steals you food. I don't I'm have just... to bring you food. You've oh. got your own work wife. He Base brings of you the food. elevator. Could you just bring me a Tupperware <laughs> of pasta at halftime? That'd be great. Get so hungry. Right. You wouldn't eat it anyway. Not until after I, the game. I would eat it after the game. Right. I would go I would go down to Bob's vacated suite and warm it up in his microwave. Six forty eight in the morning. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour is brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Norman Police Department tweeting out just minutes ago, barricaded individual has been taken safely into custody. Yes. They asked residents to be patient in the area, and those that were evacuated, do not return to your home just yet. They will alert when that is safe and uh, clear to do so. So it has been uh, resolved safely, it sounds like. So great job. Great job. Was the smell of pesto to be in the area? That pasta smells delicious. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. <laughs> It's not funny, okay? No, stop it. It's a very serious situation. Uh, We're a couple of buffoons. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions, a text line. This is what you got. uh, You got this one uh, yesterday. I think you're going to get it again. Uh, It should be your sons changing changing the batteries and the dads showing them how. Not the dads doing it for them and contributing to the wussification of America. You explained yeah. the situation, so I did an explain acceptable situa- situation. I did explain the situation, and I uh, my son was gone, and I will show him how to change a battery. But I needed to do that yesterday for my own personal reasons. So thank you for your opinion on that. Uh, David from Noble says, The answer to the Sooners problems needs to change name, maybe Crimson Wave. Got to be better than cheaters of the unassigned land run. No, oh, stop it. What is going on this morning? What? This is Wednesday. What's going on? Nothing but negative text today. Uh, with all the talk of the 98 team, I went back and looked over the roster to refresh my memory, and the uh, demon of Joe D hit me. The team had enough talent to win 10 games, especially on defense. Remind you that it's not always the players. They had a good, I mean, 
I don't know, say they have a good team. But the guys who carried over from that 98 team to the 99 team, we went over the list yesterday. You're like, geez. Like, you know, it's amazing. Uh, when, when Bob showed up and looked around, he was probably like, all right, I could work with this. Rocky Kalmus, Roy Williams, Andre Wolfolk, Trent Smith, Josh Norman, J.T. Thatcher, Ante Jones, Curtis Fagan, Stalker McDougal. I mean, we're talking one Hall of Famer, probably two. Rocky's probably going to get in at some point. I don't know. Definitely, you know, Butkus Award winner. And a lot of other guys that made a lot of plays for a team that won a national championship. Not sure the level of players that you just named are on this roster. Not to take a shot, but I'm just saying that that person wanted to blame the coach. Is there a college football Hall of Famer on this team? I'll take your time. <laughs> Michael Turk going to make it to the Hall of Fame? <laughs> you said football player. Um, that was for you, Ted. Um not that, not you're that I'm you're aware. drawing this I'm, drama out yeah. a little too much. Okay? Let's make this uh, year like 2005. Oklahoma was 2-3 and three with a game against the Jayhawks, scrapped together that one, and continued to build, finishing 8-4, and four, springboarding them to three straight Big 12 championships. I like it. I like it. Someone asked that yesterday. There's I didn't have time positivity. to get to it. Uh, they said, uh, why is everyone counting this team out? Still possible to win another Big 12 championship. Sure. Is it? Yeah. I mean, you've got three conference losses with tiebreakers, Oh, you're going to need some help. Right. I mean, it would take a whole lot to get over the three that you've lost to at this point to get the tiebreaker over them. No, it's going to take some help. There's no doubt. But I think it's over. I'm I'm saying it's not happening. Three games, and there are only three teams left that are unbeaten, and two of them are playing this week. So uh, very unlikely, but not mathematically impossible, no. Uh, Last one here I'll read before we get to the top of the hour. What does this say here? Uh, what is Billy Bowman's injury, and what is the status for the game? Out? Uh, well, I don't think they've said he's out. I don't think Billy's going to play for a few weeks, and I don't know exactly what his injury is. They don't reveal that, but I think it's a lower—I mean, it's a lower body injury. So, I would not expect Billy Bowman to play this Saturday, in my opinion. Seven IMHO, which we got to talk about when we come back. Seven o'clock. We'll be back.